Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Saquon Barkley's back. DeAndre Swift balling out. Derrick Henry, a turd. Week 2 running back rankings coming at you right now. TFA fam, appreciate you joining us. Let's go ahead and dive into our top 24 running backs for week two. Let's kick things off with our running back one rankings. We have Jonathan Taylor at one, Saquon Barkley at two, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, and Leonard Fournette rounding out our top 12 running backs for week two. Kev, uh, out of these RB1s, who's someone that you are excited about, somebody that you want to highlight for Week 2? Javante Williams, he gets an excellent matchup this week against Houston. Uh, Last week he played 55% of the snaps, but he received 56% of the opportunities. Uh, Only seven carries in this game, but 12 targets for Javante Williams last week. Uh, 43 rushing yards, 65 receiving yards, and 19.8 fantasy points. He was also, surprise, surprise, very efficient in doing so. Top 15 in yards created per touch. Last week, we know Houston allowed 160 rushing yards, 10 receptions, and 64 yards last week to the running back position, mainly Jonathan Taylor and obviously Naeem Hines mixed in. So just an elite matchup against Houston. I think this Denver offense gets back on track. I don't think the NFL schedule makers did them any favors by by placing them against Seattle first week in Seattle with Russell Wilson coming back. I mean, they really felt like they were treating that as like their Super Bowl. But, you know, it could have been a better game for Javante. Fumbled on the one-yard line. So did Melvin Gordon. Both of them fumbled in that game. But, you know, it could have been even a better game for Javante. So a really great start. And you love to see the usage in the passing game. I mean, 12 targets is fantastic. So any concern about, you know, Russell Wilson checking down to Javante Williams, I think, should be uh, put to rest. But, you know, 55 56% opportunity, you know, it's, it's not great. But it's also not terrible either. He's he's clearly the lead back, but obviously Melvin Gordon's going to mix in. Yeah, it's not like Melvin Gordon looked bad, but Javante Williams just looked that much better. Like Gordon was fine, Javante looked like a, a certified baller. So it's one of those things we're just going to have to be patient with. But he is going to take over that backfield by by the end of the year for sure. Uh, real quickly, I just you know as I led things off, talked about Derrick Henry being a turd i'm sure it's going to be the week that he that he bounces back after only having eight fantasy points last week uh i i think he's going to be a consensus running back one again this week but i i don't know if it's if it's warranted against a giants defense that allowed the seventh most half ppr points per game last year and ranked dead last in rush DVOA. he barely surpassed 80 yards on 21 carries now he gets a Bills defense that looks scary good, and the Titans should fall behind early, which could lead to more touches for Dontrell Hilliard. So you if you drafted Henry, you probably don't have the, the running back depth to, to be able to bench him. But if you have someone that's like a, a high-end RB2, I would think about it this week. Again, you probably don't have the luxury to do that, but if for some reason you do, 
you might want to think about it. I, I just don't, maybe it's wishful thinking that, you know, we're finally going to be on the right side of this Kev, but again, just uh, was not a, was not a good opening week for him. And it's not like they were trailing in, in that game either. So let's go ahead and jump over to the week two rankings leading off with Derrick Henry at 13, followed by Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, AJ Dillon, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Zeke, Rashad Penny, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders, CPAT, guess we're doing this again, and David Montgomery at 24 to round things out. Kev, out of this RB2 group, who are some guys that you want to highlight? I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to talk, because I have him as an RB2, a low-end or high-end RB2, but I think we have him as an RB1 consensus-wise, uh, and that's James Conner. Uh, I want to hit on him because uh, he gets a good matchup against the Raiders this week. Last week, I mean, he, he did everything that we thought he was going to do. 71% of the snaps, 66% of the opportunities. He did only have 10 carries, but he had six targets, which is things you love to see. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a great game, just, just about almost 60 total yards, but he did have a touchdown, 16.5 fantasy points, which was 15th among all running backs last week. However, what you like to see, he was fourth in routes run, and he was also third in route participation among all running backs last week. So he's going to be heavily involved in the passing game. Now, we know the, the Cardinals got absolutely boat raced against the Chiefs. I mean, the game was over by after the first quarter. 14-0, and the Chiefs just put it on them. The Cardinals just couldn't do anything. Hopefully, they can get Rondo Moore back. Because, I mean, Greg Dortch was awesome last week, you know, in DFS circles, 3K punt. But overall, uh, you know, I think Rondo Moore helps this offense a little bit. And so I do like James Conner a lot this week. It's somebody that you can start with confidence again this week. So love James Conner. Yeah, I, I have him as a as, as an RB1 for, for everything you just laid out. Uh, the guy I want to talk about is someone that we were actually fading a lot this offseason. I, 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 while I still think that was the, the right call, Josh Jacobs did do well with his limited opportunity in week one. Totaled 73 yards on just 11 touches. Uh, Brandon Bourne and Amir Abdullah combined for six opportunities on just 23 combined snaps. Bolden did get the, the touchdown through the air, but the this game against Arizona figures to be a much better game script for the Raiders as well, which should lead to more opportunities for Jacobs against a team like you were just talking about, Kev, that got boat raced. Uh, they let up five and a half yards, almost five and a half yards per carry to Kansas City's running back. So I think Josh Jacobs, if you drafted him, you can plug him in pretty confidently as an RB2 this week. Yeah, I don't mind that again for another week in a row. I mean, we, we were high on him last week, and I think he can continue to do so at least at least early on in the season. So uh, really quickly, uh, to kind of wrap this up uh, with our RB2s, uh, I want to hit on – I could make a decision, so I'm going to hit on two very quickly. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I mean, if you draft him, you, you got him late. I mean, he he was a seventh, you know, for most people, probably sixth, seventh round pick, and he yeah. looked really good week one. 22.4 uh, fantasy points. Now, some of, a lot of that is because of the two touchdowns that he scored. He wasn't uh, somebody that put up a ton of uh, other numbers, but they didn't really need to. He only played 35% of the snaps and received 33% of the opportunities. But again, it's because they, they had this game in hand, and this game was over, uh, like I said, very, very early. So they didn't really have to use utilize him very much. Seven carries, only three targets. I think we can all agree that uh, that number is going to rise as we get into more competitive games. And they get a fantastic Week 2 matchup on the ground because the Chargers really struggle to stop the run. We already talked about what the Raiders did, limited carries. The Chargers are still not good against the run. So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to get a lot of work. He also was very surprising. Had a, he was ninth in yards per route run among all uh, wide receivers last week. So that is encouraging. Fourth in yards per reception. Uh, you know, he ran 14 routes last week, only a 7% target share in that offense. But there's a lot to like here with what Clyde Edwards-Hilaire did. 
And so we'll, we'll see on him. He didn't see any goal line carries, so we'll see on that. Isaiah Pacheco is the only, only running back that got a goal line carry from him last week. But right now, hey, maybe he's back. Maybe he's back, baby. Maybe all the people that have, have been patient and actually took a shot on him this year or him not producing have, have paid off. Uh, lastly, Miles Sanders. Talked about him last week. Talked about him again. Another good matchup for him against the Vikings. 18 and a half fantasy points last week. And guess what? The man can score a touchdown. He can score touchdowns. Uh, who, who would have thought? He didn't score any last year. Week Weird. one, they already got him on. Uh, he had over 96 rushing yards la- uh, last week. Only two receptions, but still scored that touchdown. So, you know, he play- he received about 53% of the opportunities, which is kind of what we were expecting. 13 carries, two targets last week. Love to see it. We always know that we've always known that he is a very efficient runner, somebody that is very explosive. If he can stay healthy, I think Miles Sanders could be another guy that we look back on and people missed out on a little bit. So those are my two guys. I think also, too, assuming that Jalen Hurst doesn't get 17 carries each and every week as well should help open up things for, for Miles Sanders. Uh, let's talk about some guys that we have, you know, outside of our RB2 range, kind of RB3 flex plays. And this isn't. The guy that I'm going to talk about isn't someone that I think you necessarily need to plug into your lineups for uh, for week two, but someone that you should definitely be keeping an eye on in deeper leagues. He's absolutely worth a pickup, uh, whatever rate. You already talked about James Conner. Let's talk about the other clear-cut RB2 in this offense, and that is Eno Benjamin. Uh, someone that, you know, Devi people, Dynasty people were a little bit excited about. But like I said, someone is the clear-cut RB2 behind James Conner. He was the only other running back to even see the field for uh, for Arizona, played 34% of the snaps, posted 61 total yards mm-hmm. on eight touches. So, again, not someone you're going to have to run out and be plugging into your lineups, but someone to absolutely keep an eye on, especially with James Conner and his, his health history, we'll say. So, that's someone who I wanted to highlight who's outside of our RB2 ranks. Yeah, I just want to hit on a few guys that are basically just kind of, I mean, they're teammates. Obviously, Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers. Like, really hate to see it. It's week one. I mean, Daryl Henderson just this really got most of all the work. I mean, Cam Akers got none. They said it was a rhythm thing. I didn't think Daryl Henderson looked very good in the opportunities that he got. The hard thing is this week they get Atlanta, right? And so we'll, we'll, we'll see how this, this is going to be a much better matchup. I think the Rams get back on track this week. If you have Cam Akers, like, I think you probably start him, depending on who else you have. Let us know in the comment section below what your other options are. He's really hard to trust. I get it. He got no opportunities. I don't think that's something we can expect every single week moving forward. I think he's going to get work back in. I don't know why the, the game plan was is what it was last week. Uh, the Bills were obviously uh, just just. just just beat the shit out of them, really, uh, defensively. I mean, it was an ugly game for the Rams overall. And so I don't know if they go to Cam Akers this week. I think you could play him as a flex. Don't love it, but I, I think I think you can play both of them. Whether you have Daryl Henderson, whether you have Cam Akers, I think you probably try to play both of them. It is a elite matchup against the Falcons. Love the matchup, but uh, very hard to trust. And then we have the 49ers situation. I'm not probably playing any of them if I can help it. I don't know if I can trust Jeff Wilson. I don't know if he can. I don't know if it's going to be him. Is, is it going to be Jordan Mason? Is, is it going to be Tyrion Davis-Price? They traded for Marlon Mack. Is it going to be Marlon Mack that they, that they plug back into there? Like, I don't know what this backfield is going to be, and so I don't think you can trust any of them. And I know right, waivers are going to run by the time this comes out, but if, it, if your waivers don't run until, like, Thursday, I would not be putting heavy, heavy fab or wasting a high waiver or priority pick on Jeff Wilson. I just don't, I just don't think we're going to be able to predict. I think it's going to be a heavy committee here in this backfield, and it's one that I'm just kind of – staying away from it's not a bad matchup they get seattle this week 
Uh, we just saw kind of what the Broncos were able to do against them. They should have had a couple of rushing touchdowns as well to go along with it. But I just can't. T- I just cannot trust uh, anybody from this backfield. I would rather wait and see how this is going to play out. Don't waste your fab. Don't waste a, wa- a high waiver priority pick. On. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Please hit us with a sub and a like. We also have a free fantasy football Discord you can jump into. Ask us any questions on here in the Discord, wherever you want to do it. We are here for you. We're going to help you out. Let's get that week two win. We'll talk to you soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.